episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Jackie Robinson and I, thank you. Because of 42? Yeah, because yeah. that's, yeah, that's his number. All right. Yeah. I'm Eric Mickles. I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah. Star of the show. Yeah. And I'm Eric Mickles. Star, Star as well. Okay. Yes. All right, good. This I, is a, this sure is a binary system. Yeah. Yeah. We're like okay. Tatooine. We sure are. We're like Romulus and well, Remus, you and me. Who? Romulus and Remus. Oh, the two yeah. constellations. Man, you, don't, you don't know anything. Yeah. All right. I know. Shut up. That's all right. All right. I shouldn't start so the show So how are you? Saying, How's up. everything going? You seem tense. No, I'm fine. Okay. I was just trying to right. figure out how to mention this 42, and 42 is from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ah, it's the okay. answer to all right. life, the universe, and everything. A little Douglas Adams there. But spoiler I get alert. It out. That's all right. That's all right. Did you say spoiler alert? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you told what the answer was, so... That's true. Okay. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about uh, one of my faves, uh, someone Eric doesn't know very well, but is getting to know. Right, Eric? Through me and others. We're going to talk about Michael Connolly. Oh, yeah. So we've uh, we've had some good responses from listeners. We've got a special guest in the studio with us today. Michael Connolly! No, he's not here. Oh. He he couldn't make it. Okay. We got a last-minute fill-in, just as exciting as Michael Connolly Connolly himself. Okay, cool. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk bookmark, Eric. What are you reading? Is that what we normally start with? It sure is. Wow. 42 episodes in, I still don't. Yeah. Every, every day is a, a journey and a challenge. So what, <laughs> what have you been reading? That seemed insulting. No. Uh, let's see. What did I read? This doesn't look up to date. Did I already talk about the... Oh, wait. We can't talk about the pleasure of my company. Yeah, no. We're going to save that for hmm. next week. That's when we talk about it. Eric and I switched some books on each other. He read one of mine, I read one of his. Yeah. So next week, we're going to be talking about The Pleasure of My Company by Steve Martin and Starship Troopers by Robert Heinlein. I'll that's go first. I'll go first while you figure is that it out. Next week, it is next week. Yeah, oh, man, I gotta that's, remember everything from Pleasure of My Company. That's forty. Have you finished Starship yet? No, I haven't. I'll, I'll have finished it by the next episode. Don't worry, I'm savoring it, man. I'm friend not, alert. Listen, friend I'm not, alert. I'm not skimming. I don't know why the friend alert's going on. I'm sitting on. down. I'm reading. I'm enjoying it. I don't. Okay. I'll tell you too much, but <gasps> yeah, you already did. Anyway, let, so why don't I go first? Because you seem no, horribly. I'm all set, oh, you are okay. Cool. Who do you think read more? Probably you. I've got I know, two things. All right, go ahead. All right, I read Masters of Doom. By David Kushner. Doom like the game. Masters of Doom, Doom yeah. The uh, how two guys created an empire and transformed oh, pop wow. culture. You wrote you read a nonfiction on the creation of the game Doom. It was great. Okay. Like I always liked these like uh the histories of geek pop yeah. and everything. But uh Yeah, you were all about that Gary Gygax biography. Yeah. You and everyone else because it checked out a million yeah. times. <laughs> it was really fun because like they they all get together and form id studios and okay. they're making they're trying to make a game, and they they learn they they're trying to make computer games that were good as console games, and so they okay. recreated the first level from Super Mario Brothers three, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, but we can't use that, so what are we going to make? And so they're talking about the computer game and what they wanted to do. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're going to make the game Commander Keen, and then like the next page says, and they've decided to call it Commander Keen. Nice. And I wanted to like high five like, an expert. like yeah, my yeah. younger self. I'm like yeah. Commander Keen. Yeah. So, did you ever play Commander Keen? No, I don't think so. Uh, it was pretty fun. I'll tell you what I did play. It was like the first computer game that I ever played. My friend Brandon had it at his house and we would play Wolfenstein. They, they did were... Wolfenstein 3D. Cool. Yeah. All right. They did that. So, but I think Wolfenstein ran on the Doom like Wolfenstein came first. Kind of... Oh, did it come yeah, first? Yeah, they did Wolfenstein oh, 3D. Okay. And then uh Doom was next. Okay. And then Doom 2 and Quake but they used they all it's all a similar engine, right? It's the same basic. I mean it's the same programmer. He yeah. he basically improved it, found ways to like curve the walls and uh for Doom Doom had the one where you could curve walls and everything, because Wolfenstein it was very like angular. Yeah, it was. Um and I don't think they processed a ceiling or a floor. 
in the game. I can't remember. I but, loved that game. So, though. I loved it. We played it constantly. Um, but yeah, they, they talk, right. Doom, talked about Wolfenstein. Doom Brothers, big one. Doom Patrol. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, there was something else that was fun about it, but I can't remember. But it's crazy because John uh, the John Romero is that his name? Yeah. Uh, just the author? One of the, one of the, no, the one creator of, the, of one Doom. Of the okay. they're, just, like, they're just spending money. They had like multiple Ferraris, wow. buy, like constantly smashing computers and everything in anger <laughs> and stuff and just buying it on. Okay. And, and then like John Romero just kind of crashed. Wow. <laughs> like he just, he got too into his... Yeah, too many Ferraris. Status, one yeah. too many Ferraris yeah. for that guy. Yeah, I guess so. So that was a fun read. All right. Um, and I read Double Star by Robert A. Heinlein. Oh, yeah. So did You You didn't like that so much? Though. No, uh, I gave it two stars because, of, I mean, I just didn't really like it. It was kind of boring. Didn't get into it. Okay. Um, it's about a guy is brought in to um, be somebody else. Like okay. the, the person, um, there's this political figure, and he's kidnapped. And so they hire him to act as the double and do all the scenes. So he has to, like, create the character. Okay. Hmm. To the dot. Um, But it just wasn't very, like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be, like, sci fi y. Okay. But it didn't really see, other than the fact that he wore, like, a mask that made people think that he was. (laughs) Okay. A magic um, sci fi mask. Okay. And then, like, the end. My book also has a magic sci fi mask in it, so. Which book? The book that I read. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, It was fine, but. Like, I, I got into it. Once they were okay. done, like, this is the concept, and we were able to, like, get into it. It was okay, but it wasn't my favorite Heinlein book, but then I've only read three. Okay. So. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. That's that's what Meatloaf tells us. Man, what I... I didn't love Strangers in a Strange Land. This isn't the time to try to figure out. But right now... It certainly isn't. Right now, I'm reading Lord of Light by Roger uh, Zelenzi. Nope. Zal... Okay. Z-E-L-A-Z-N-Y. I'm not going to try. You know what? My wife pronounced this for me like three times so I Did could you? do it on air. Wow. So, uh, oh, so it's good that you're prepping. Selenzi. Selenzni. Like okay. Anyway, yeah. this, is, uh, this, is, this is a crazy book. It's, it's one of the... Uh, I read Double Star because it was a Hugo winner. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading Lord of the Light because it's a Hugo winner. Okay. And so this book is about the remnants of Earth who colonized the planet. Um, and to extend their life, they now put their minds in new bodies and everything. Mm-hmm. But by doing so, they've reinstated the uh, the Hindu caste system. Um, is it Hindu? The caste system? Mm. Well, anyway, right. the caste, like this old caste system. And to judge who gets the better bodies and everything, they have probes and everything that monitor people's lives so they can uh, base it off of a karma system. Um, and You're so going some... deep in this sci-fi genre right and, now. Uh, so it's just... It's just crazy. Cause, good, good so far. And, but the people who are the high yeah. one, they start thinking of themselves as gods okay. and start giving themselves like uh, Hindu god names. So okay. you've got somebody calling himself Vishnu and uh, Shiva and all this stuff. And then one guy whose name is Sam is going to go hmm. and uh, he's brought out of uh, Pretty plain he's name. brought out of uh, Nirvana, which is basically just the electrical. Okay. Anyway, he's brought to kill. All those people. Mm-hmm. And so, but at first, like, I read the first chapter, and they're like, we brought him back. He's going to kill all these people. But then the second chapter, I didn't understand anything, and it dawned on me that we went back in time. Like, he's remembering his life. Oh. So now we're, like, much farther yeah, away. Yeah, that can be jarring if they don't do it right. And then, transition but then, right. in the second chapter, he's meeting something. I realized that the whole book, for the most part, is going to be these flashbacks. So not only did we jump behind, but then we're slowly moving forward, but by, like, large stretches. Hmm. And, like... 
but it's crazy. I love it so far. No oh, good. And the title again was Lord of Light. Okay. So huh, exciting. I'm not going to ask you to repeat the author's name. So, Celesny. Uh, oh, hey, that's good. <laughs> All right, I just finished a couple of graphics. I was reading Catwoman when in Rome last time. Wow. Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. That was my really Catwoman. good. Yeah, it was so good. Have you read this? No, I think you'll like it. I'll read it. It fits in well with the others. Dark yeah. Victory and. Uh, Long Halloween and all that. Yeah. I also finished Spider-Man Back in Black. So I've been reading the the run by J. Michael Straczynski for a long time now. You're basically just, done. Pretty much, yeah. No. I got he, one more day. He wrote one more day? Yeah, he did. Oh, boy. Anyway, so this is this it takes place right after Civil War and mm-hmm. right before the one more day yeah. storyline, which is controversial. Yeah. So I didn't really like this volume. It was it was all like dark, edgy this Spider-Man. Was, I didn't like it. When... When this was coming out in single issues and everything on the monthly thing, I remember not being well liked yeah. either. It was just basically it's just after nothing Civil really War, to yeah. it. He's just Spider Man's just angry and running around yeah. and like yeah. Aunt May's. Well, this also came out on. during Spider Man three, okay. so he had to have the black suit. And didn't you say something else was going on? Yeah, well, there's there's the Straczynski run, and then there's the Peter David bit of Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man and it's a team up with Spider-Man and Sandman so yeah. it's a very tight end of the so. movie neither was good so I didn't enjoy yeah. this I'm gonna read one more day I'll let you know how it goes so once you're done with that you'll have read all of uh, whatever the whole Straczynski run yeah, yeah. What, do you, what do you think of it so far I thought it started really strong yeah and then it had some really obvious missteps yeah. and, I you know I don't understand how you could track. write a character as long as he did yeah because he was on Spider-Man for a long time just yeah. write and just leave like nothing behind on the character yeah like nobody yeah that's true well i mean he did and then one more day kind of erases all that no it erases the marriage but like the continuity is still kind of there no i don't think like aunt may knows about peter's identity well everybody forgets yeah right who he is right but like the stuff and adventures he did still take place yeah so like what you're reading still actually happened and so did civil war okay but then Secret Wars happened, and I don't know what's going on now. Things get confusing. We were talking oh. recently about how confusing comic books have gotten. Um, so. I didn't mention this, but I'm reading Secret Wars right now. I'm okay. like halfway done with it. Nice. Um, we don't have this in our collection. No, but it is in the system. Okay. We got a nice bundle of graphics lately, it's so check that out. Secret Wars by Jonathan Hickman so far? Not not great. Okay. I'll tell you about it when it's done, and we'll see. Because sometimes these things pick up. Yeah, that's true. But I'll let you know. Uh, currently, I'm finishing up Starship Troopers. I picked up the 14th Deadly Sin, one of the Women's Murder Club books by James Patterson. Patterson. And Maxine Pietro. Are you reading that on so your own? So far, so good. Yeah, just just for funsies. Nice. The 15th one just came out, and I never read one before, so I just grabbed the paperback of 14, and I'm liking it so far. Okay. And then for graphics, I picked up uh, our copy of DC's Bombshells, which is yeah. like the Wonder Woman, that. Supergirl, set in like the 40s, basically. You got that new Superman one. I don't know if I'm going to read that. Okay. Doesn't look You're not going to read a Superman comic I don't know. that's important to Superman? No, it doesn't really appeal to me. Well, now the whole DC Universe, the new 52 Superman, dead. It's cray-cray. Yeah, I yeah. don't... Um, um, are you going to read... Uh, did you get your copy of the Stephen King book yet? No, it comes out the 7th. Uh, spoiler alert, sorry. Don't, don't scream at me for spoiling your book news, because you asked me a direct question... <laughs> Uh, so when it comes out, I will definitely get it and read it because... As, you like pre-order it or are you going to go get it? Yeah. As listeners know, not so wild about Mr. Mercedes, but I loved Finders Keepers. Like yeah. five star, one of the best books I've read in quite a while. Loved it. So I'm excited about End of Watch. I uh, don't know how it's going to wrap up. I don't know if it's going to be good. I know where. I think I know where it's going because they left some pretty obvious threads <laughs> at the end. So we'll see how that goes. But yes, I am excited about that. Cool. Well, let's talk book news while we're at it. All Here's right. what we have coming way far down the line. segued into it. We did. Look at that, man. We're like professionals. Uh, 
coming out from Linda Howard and oh, oh and Linda Jones. Two Lindas for the price of one. She's pulling a James. <laughs> okay, She's sorry. Pulling a James. I was Patterson, wondering how I, I was supposed to react there. I don't know. I guess, no, I guess it's just that... Yes, you know, they're doing it! This is such a weird new trend where authors are, like, teaming up with other authors so they can just, like, keep going. It's weird. Is this a new trend? I think so, yeah. Do you think Patterson I mean, kind of... I do, th- yeah. I mean, I think... I don't think he's the first ever, but I think he's the first to make it really viable. Yeah. And the thing is, people don't really even, like... Care? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like everybody sort of knows, well, he's not really, like, writing them. Yeah. He's just Well, I know the, the involved, new Clive Cussler... What is it? The gangster? Yeah. Uh, not the gangster. The whatever the new one was. It yeah. just came out and like, it has you know five yeah. Clive Cussler and somebody else. But the lady checking it out was just like, oh, he's so imaginative. I'm like, I don't know if it's him anymore. Yeah. I, well, it's, it's, so, it is a weird. I mean, yeah. it kind of goes back to branding again. You know, it's yeah. just like this is the next James Patterson. We should I mean, brand you've seen ourselves. That. You've seen that with like dead authors for quite a while. Yeah. You know, Tom Clancy, Robert Parker, uh, others. Dick Francis is another yeah. one. The where they you know Scarlet. Yeah, <laughs> they die and then they just keep they just keep going. You know, it's sort of like rather than this is a new book by this author, it's like this is a book within the bounds of like mm-hmm. the brand that is that author. So I think it's interesting. But I guess Linda Howard now is teaming up with Linda Jones for Frostline, a riveting, imaginative new novel of paranormal romance from best-selling authors Linda Howard and Linda Jones. So that is coming out. Looks like uh, maybe even paperback, August thirtieth. So if you are a Linda. Jones or Howard, any Linda you like, uh, <laughs> choose choose this book coming out August 30th. Mm-hmm. Next, we have, oh, another, uh, Dragon Mark. This is a Sherilyn Kenyon uh, story coming out August 2nd. This is a Dark Hunter novel. Uh, this is book 26 in that mm-hmm. series. Centuries ago, Ilarion was betrayed, a dragon made human against his will, then forced to serve humanity as a dragon mount in their army and to fight for them in barbaric wars, even while he hated everything about them. So that's Dragon Mark 26. Dragon Mark 26. Yep. Oh, Debbie McCumber. Debbie McCumber's got another one out. I read that one Christmas one, and that's all I have. This one is called Sweet Tomorrow. Mm. So if you are a Debbie Sweet McCumber tomato. fan, and I know you're out there, you might not be listening to this podcast, but I know that you're out there. This is number five in her Rose Harbor series. Uh, this is coming out August 2nd. So let me give you a little taste of this one. So she tends to write, and not always romance. Sometimes they are, but they're mostly just like pleasant, inspirational. Okay. The much-anticipated conclusion to Debbie McCumber's beloved Rose Harbor series set in the picturesque town of Cedar Cove, Sweet Tomorrows is a vibrant and poignant novel of letting go of fear, following your heart, and embracing the future, come what may. Debbie McCumber. Yeah. Uh, Coming out in large print. These are also August, so large print listeners uh, in a couple months you're going to be treated to this one death by tiara a jane austen mystery now i should say that's jane with it with an i and an e so it's not the jane austen oh so jane austen is writing this with another jane austen no like this is a new trend where like an author writes no a book with somebody with the exact same name no it's not jane austen james patterson is writing with james (laughs) patterson yeah but (laughs) Yeah, James with two M's. <laughs> this is Death by Tierra. This is book 13 in the Jane Austen Mystery Series by Laura Levine. Mm. Freelance writer Jane Austen thought she knew what she was getting herself into when she landed a gig working behind the scenes at a teen beauty pageant. Oh boy. But between the vicious stage moms, exacting judges, and trash-talking teens, she's not sure she's the woman for the job, especially when the cat fights turn... Deadly. Ah. Okay. Yeah, large print. All right. Last one. Rancher's Law. By Dusty Richards. Yeah. You know name, what? You know the only one who can help really settle Dusty. Rancher's Law? 
Oh my gosh. Clint McGavin. Yep. Cowboy lawyer. Oh, he's gonna be there. Boy, let's see let's see. Your cowboy lawyer and won't have any boy. Any power with my oh, branch's boy. law. Okay. Branch's law falls let's, right let's under the jurisdiction out. of a cowboy lawyer, sir. <laughs> now you're out of order, Clint McGavin. <laughs> This in whole a, court's out of order. <laughs> Yeehaw! Pew, 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 pew. In, a, in a hot Arizona river basin, three bodies sway from ropes, men executed by their fellow ranchers. Hundreds of miles away in Fort Smith, Ooh. Arkansas, Deputy Marshal Luther Haskell hunts down a killer, but he is about to be chosen for a new mission. Major Gerald Bowen wants Haskell to go undercover and find out if the Arizona lynchings were a matter of justice or... Revenge? Murder. Murder. Murder, yes. Murder. sure. Good. So this is uh, Rancher's Law by Dusty Richards. Yeah. I got to assume yeah. that the coincidence of him growing up to be a Western novelist, if his name really is Dusty, are astronomical. <laughs> so I'm going to guess that this man's name is like Richard. Yeah. And he went with Dusty because it sounds Maybe it's just better. one of those things where he's like, well, my name's Dusty. I live in Arizona. Yeah. I like to write. Yeah. That's possible. Here I go. So that's what we got from Large Print. All right. So what do we have coming up in the, in the near future? All right. So all I've these already, books already are coming one, out. So sorry. Uh, June 7th, 2016. Mm. Um, we've got some nonfiction. Okay. Uh, the Maximum Security Book Club, reading literature in a men's prison. Okay. So, I don't know. That sounds interesting. Um, she assigns them 10 dark, challenging classics, including Heart of Darkness, Macbeth, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. Uh, Lolita. I don't know. It All sounds right. interesting, yes, but then I've been burned before when yeah. I read End of the yeah. Life Book Club. But I might still get this if yeah, you have. the library gets it. Is that a promise? Are you getting it? Did I just make you promise you'll get this book? Sure, I'll get it. Sweet. Why not? Uh, the Oregon Trail, A New American Journey by Rinker Buck. Okay. I just thought I'd bring it up because... Oregon Trail. We love Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So. I choose to ford the river. You've, My whole wagon car died. Yeah, just, they, they all drowned. <laughs> it's, it's only me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me and a watermelon yeah. left. And you know what? That's you it. chose banker. I did choose because banker. Because you would get more yeah. money, but you don't, you don't have anyone who can heal no, you. No, I don't. Sorry. No one I can. always chose banker in Oregon Trail. Did I you? always wanted the extra cash at the beginning. I always went to college in the game of life. Did you do that? No. Oh, you skipped right away. Right to in work. game of life? Yeah. I always just kind of like stay at the beginning. Okay. Didn't really do anything. Yeah, sort of I had I had a cri- failure to launch. Yeah, I had a crippling. I'm gonna phobia wait it out right here. Yeah. <laughs> so it was spinning. And I'm like, oh wait. You're sitting there just driving your car around a monopoly board. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so serious. <laughs> All right, uh, Melville in Love. Oh the boy, Secret Life of Herman Melville and the Muse of Moby Dick. Man, people are all about Moby Dick lately. There's so many Melville. Did I read this? No. Did you read Moby Dick? Have you ever read it? I read the illustrated classic of Moby Dick, so I, I couldn't even get through that. I can't count that. I did like it. Every but... page was not illustrated in that one, no. so I couldn't get through it. Even no. if it was, it would have still been dense. No. Do you like really long, drawn out, and detailed uh, talk about the whaling industry um, of the time? No. Hmm. hmm. Yes. I'm going to say yes. Okay, now. then this is the perfect oh, book okay, for great. you. Yeah, Moby yeah. Dick. Yeah. All right. So you've never been. <laughs> there are a couple of there are a couple slivers of plot in there as well. Really? So yeah. Okay. Um, Everybody Behaves Badly, the true story behind Hemingway's masterpiece, The Sun Also Rises. Hmm. Everybody just knows the true story of somebody's I masterpiece know. Boy. now. You ever read this one? Spoiler alert. Sun Also Rises? I have not. Have you but read I've Hemingway? seen Midnight in Paris. So, Okay. Yeah. No, so, I haven't read Hemingway, actually. Me either. I've always wanted to read For Whom the Bell Tolls. We've talked about this. Me before, too. Yeah. I haven't read it. All right. Uh, what's this one? 
The Invention of Russia, from Gorbachev's <laughs> Freedom to Putin's War by Arkady Oskrafy. Yeah. Oskrafy. Yeah. Anyway, have you ever been to Russia? No, but I've, I've heard that it was recently invented. Is that correct? Yeah. I saw, I saw an infomercial at 3 a.m. Yeah. It was the, the Slap Chop, uh, the Electric Food Dehydrator, and Russia were the three inventions <laughs> they were highlighting. So. All right. I ordered, I ordered one. Okay, uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, Shipping and handling was murder. But what if we're wrong, thinking about the present as if it were the past by Chuck Klosterman? Oh the thing is, Chuck Klosterman seems like somebody who's like really annoying to talk to. Yeah. Like, Are we really thinking about the past? Right. <laughs> as if it's the present. Right. Okay, Chuck. So, yeah. paper or plastic? Uh, let's see. How certain are we about our understanding of time? What will be defining memory of rock music 500 years from today? Oh, shut up, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how seriously should we view the content of our dreams? All right, this guy. Yeah. How how many people will remember your book, Chuck? <laughs> Five hundred years. <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe they will. The last remnants of humanity will be staring as the sun goes out. They're like, you remember maybe that book by Chuck? Maybe yeah, it'll man, be... changed my life. You know that clip on the internet of them talking or of them talking about the internet on the Today Show? Have you ever yeah. seen that? Where they're yeah. like, www.internet. Yeah. So that's what Chuck's book's going to be like. Yeah. 500 years from now, people are going to be like, what? Yeah. That's what he thought. Yeah. So. Uh, Commander-in-Chief, FDR's battle with Churchill, 1943. Wow. Did they battle it out? Were they in the ring? Yeah. Yeah, it was oh. not a fair fight. <laughs> Physically, it was not a fair yeah. fight. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't realize they were a thing. Well, you'll have to read Commander-in-Chief. Probably the most original title about a president book I've ever heard. Okay. Why were they fighting? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I can see you don't know a lot about Churchill. Yeah. Do you not know a lot? You no, know a lot about no, historian I, figures. Sorry. Front, the Jeez. curious science of humans at war. Okay. So, by What is it good for? Uh, Mary Roach. Okay. She sounds familiar, but... Well, the Wellsville historian's name is Mary Rhodes, so maybe that's what you're thinking. Oh. She didn't write this book. Why is DARPA interested in ducks? How is a wedding gown like a bomb suit? Why are shrimp more dangerous to sailors than sharks? Take a tour of duty with Roche and you'll never see the nation's defenders the same way again. Are you picking books to bore me? Is that no, what's these happening? are interesting. You don't think oh. any of these are interesting? No, keep we going. We have man. different tastes in nonfiction, I guess. I love it. All right, here we are in the fiction world now. Okay. So Anna Noyes has good night, beautiful women. All right, good night, ladies. Yeah. Um... Ink and Bone by Lisa Lisa Ugner. Uh, it's a psychological thriller. Okay. thriller. It's an explosive psychological wow. thriller. Wow, Ink and Bone. Yeah. Um, let's see. Rory Flynn. Sounds familiar. Dark Horse, an Edie Harkness novel. Mm-mm. Eddie. Eddie. I didn't know any of those. Really? No. All right. Uh, Wait, did you say did you say Dusty Richards? No. Oh, Dishonorable Intentions, a Stone Barrington novel by Stuart Woods. A him I know. There you go, Nick. Yeah, I know Stuart, Stuart Woods. Woods. There's a snake, and it looks scary. Oh yeah, actually, this just came in our delivery bag, so yeah, I've seen a little preview, a little sneaky peek, if you will. The House of Secrets, Brad Meltzer. Wow. And Todd Goldberg. Here's the thing. I didn't think Brad Meltzer go. was famous enough to have other people writing his books for him know, at this really point. Weird. I know he had like some TV shows and stuff, but I wouldn't yeah. put him no, at like, the James no, Patterson no, no. level. No. I feel like when you're... I mean, he is a best-selling author, but still. Yeah. Anyway, good for him then. Wait, what's the one you read of his? Uh, the Book of Fate. Book of Fate. Okay. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's on my list. I got it. I read it because he wrote... Uh, 
identity crisis. Yeah, he DC. also wrote, we just have in our collection here, we have uh, Green Arrow, Sounds of Violence yeah. that he wrote. and he did a Justice League run yep. a little bit. Yep. Uh, I Almost Forgot About You, a novel by Terry McMillan. Terry Hatcher, did you say? McMillan. Oh, darn. I got really excited. Last book, End of Watch, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. What? Just kidding. Uh, by Stephen King. I'm not a Jake Gyllenhaal fan. Can I tell you that? I'm not a big fan. I guess fan. you can. You can tell me Do you like lots him? of stuff. Are you a big fan? Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. I mean, I don't seek him out, but yeah. Nightcrawler is like one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Bamf. Nope. Okay. Not Nightcrawler the X-Men. Oh, Nightcrawler the guy who goes okay. around filming grotesque car accidents and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, I knew it was one or the other. Yeah. Those two. <laughs> yeah, you, didn't know it could have been the... It could have been the grotesque filmer. Yeah, but... or the fun teleporting. Yeah, the German. blue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mein Gott! Bamf! So <laughs> so I just quoted... Nightcrawler's two most famous lines. Yeah, he did. I guess he doesn't say "bamf." No. What if that is? What if instead of it's it being like a sound effect, yeah, yeah, he's just yelling it as he teleports? Yeah. It's his, uh, it's his flame on. Yeah, he he can't teleport yeah. without saying "bamf." Right, it's his own Avengers assemble, if yeah. you will. I mean, I already said flame on. Yeah, which Yours makes more sense. Yours makes much more sense. Yeah. What about Wonder Twins' powers activate? It's his. It's his Wonder Twin powers <laughs> activate. Okay. Can they not use their powers if they don't say that? No, they can't. Do you think they can? But they. Just do it anyway. I do think that. <laughs> There's also uh, Liberty Bell in the Flash universe who has to like speak a mathematical equation to get speed. Huh. It's true. Okay. True story. Um, hey, you want to check out the That's New York right. Times bestsellers Shazam. list? Shazam. Shazam. Oh, yeah. He has to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do want to check out the New York so Times bestsellers BAMP list. BAMP stands for what? The strength of bisons? The... Well, because what? Shazam, oh, the Wisdom of oh, Solomon, the Wisdom of the, Solomon, yeah, the Speed of Hermes, yeah, and they mix up all the like deities and all these like religious figures just to spell out Shazam. Yeah, they something. do their best, like Hercules. They do their Buddha, best. Buddha, <laughs> uh, Vishnu. What's your second Vishnu reference? What are you getting? Like, are you in the back kind of big, <laughs> big Vishnu? <laughs> yeah, somewhere somebody's yeah. like another twenty dollars for Eric Mickles. Yeah. So, does it yeah. work for everyone? No. Vishnu. No. I'm the one with the licensing deal. Anyway, uh, New York Times bestsellers list. This I'm going to read the hardcover fiction because we do that every week. But okay. I'll point out that on the combined print and ebook fiction, yeah. Me Before You is number one because okay. the movie just came out. Yeah. It yeah. actually had a pretty successful opening weekend. Yeah, it did. So And some controversy. I heard, but I don't know what it is and I want to read the book, so don't tell me. Well, the controversy is basically the premise of the book because the character is in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he doesn't want to live. Right. And so now there's the controversy. He's like, oh, because you're in a wheelchair, there's no reason to go on? I see. It's like, sure, some people get very sad. If, when, like, if, I, yeah. if suddenly tomorrow I was in a wheelchair, yeah. it'd be a big... That's true. Yeah. So this was our controversial conversation I guess of the it day. is, yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. The hardcover fiction New York Times bestsellers list. Number 12, Nightingale by Kristen Henna. Don't start at 12. <laughs> start at 10 so I don't have to hear that anymore. All right. Number 10, okay. Everybody's Fool by Richard Russo. Start How's at 9. That? Just start at 9. Oh, boy. Number 9, All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Okay. Turner. You know what? Uh, number 8, The Fireman by Joe Hill. All right. Number 7, After You by Jojo Moyes. No, no, no. After You. <laughs> okay. Very good. Number 6, The Nest by Cynthia Dieprick Sweeney. Yeah, that is one's this, getting up there. Is this one we should read? It's been on the list for 10 weeks now. It has been up there, yeah. It's uh, actually The Nightingale's Nest. So. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a parallel story. Uh, number five, that's, The Last Mile. That's not true. The Last Mile. Yeah. By, number 
By who? Oh, by David Baldacci. Baldacci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number four, The Weekenders by Mary Kay Andrews. <laughs> okay. Number three, 15th Affair, James Patterson. And probably Maxine Pietro. Maxine Pietro. Yeah. Is that the one you're reading right now? I'm reading The 14th Deadly Sin, I think it's called. Number two, The Girl on the Train, Paula Hawkins. Wow. That moved up. I don't Resurgent. know if they've released like pictures or maybe a trailer for the movie. I just saw it. I got an announcement that it's coming out in paperback soon, too. So maybe they're doing one final push with hardcover. Wowzer. Yeah. Uh, the City of Mirrors by Justin Cronin, number one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, We hey. had uh, our, one of our listeners. Yeah. Did you, were you going to read that, or was go I going to read that? No, go ahead. All right, we got a few comments from our disappointing reads. Yeah, we got a few responses that we didn't, that we didn't get in time. So, Ben, uh, what's he, The Burf, at The Burf, writes, The Burf. Currently slogging through The City of Mirrors. Love the passage, but it's been downhill since. Here's hoping for an improvement. Mm. So... He's saying number one bestseller is a disappointing read. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then, oh, I've lost the uh, the Facebook one. Here we go. Uh, friend of the show, Greg, wrote on Facebook. Now, Greg, during our disappointing reads topic, said Leviathan Wakes was a piece of sci-fi trash, if you remember. <laughs> and this was like a five-star favorite read of mine. Yeah. So anyways, we talked. Uh, you and I did our segment, and he responds to that podcast by saying... Uh, he's read a lot of Stephen King, but I agree with you on The Gunslinger. I just could not make myself finish that one. Yeah, that's That's, rough. that's encouraging. Uh, that and rough. yes, I feel I was a little harsh on Leviathan Wakes. Okay. I so really you, tried you to like him. it, but him. I just couldn't warm up to it. Still looking for a sci-fi series that is not so dated, but will blow my mind. Thinking about David Brin's Uplift trilogy or something along that line. Hmm. Here's the thing, Greg. I really liked the first book of the Uplift trilogy. Loved the second book. Kind of like the third book, but I don't want you to read it and then trash, uh, trash the Uplift series for me. Be free, Greg. Read yeah. whatever you want. Um, the second one, Star Tide Rising. It's great. I loved it. Five stars. And it's just a book about dolphins in space. Okay. It's great. Yeah. Third book was about chimpanzees in space. Echo the Dolphin. No, not Echo the Echo Dolphin. Dolphin. No, no, not Echo Genesis? the Dolphin. Oh, okay. So I would suggest, uh, or maybe, um, what's the newest one? We, we have three of them here. Ancillary Justice. Yeah. That one, the Hugo. I don't know if you've read it, Greg, but you might find something there. Yeah. All right. So. I got a few more on, on Facebook. Okay. If you have these. Uh, Facebook user Ben. Do you have this one? No. Okay. Anything I read by John Green after looking for Alaska, especially in Abundance of Catherines, which felt stunningly mediocre to me. Ooh, wow. So take uh, Do you think he's including uh, Fault in Our Stars in that one? He said, anything I read by John Green after looking for less is a yes, I think Ooh. he is. I think he is. Facebook user Ethan says, Wheel of Time, book five, or, <gasps> or 312, I can't remember. Burn. Wow. But essentially, as the books got longer, less seemed to happen, and my investment in the series diminished into non-existence. Here's the thing. Next Wheel of Time book I have to read yeah. is book five. Ooh, okay. So you have to read it. We'll report back. We'll let our, our yeah. old pal Ethan know. Yeah. Because here's, uh, the fourth book of Wheel of Time was the first one I didn't give five stars to. I gave the first three five stars. I gave the fourth book four stars, but okay. I still really, really liked it. Okay. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I heard I am scary. reaching the point where some people were like, uh. Yeah. I know my wife felt that way. She was really happy when Sanderson took over but because she, normally, she liked the last if three. I'm, if I'm correct, normally your wife is very wrong about stuff? Uh, no. You're thinking of yourself. <gasps> All right. Finally. <laughs> Facebook user Amanda says, The Siren by Kira Cass. Ooh. Well, that... Okay. She says, I love, love, love. That's three loves. Yes. Love, well, we know... Love, yes. Love Cubed. Yeah. I love, I love her selection series. And was so excited to read another book by her, but it was some serious meh. 
I'm pretty sure she wrote it before the selection series, yep. and they went back and re-released it due to her new success. Mm-hmm. But it does not, all caps, yeah. not yeah. measure up. Her writing has seriously matured since then. Yeah, it did. She she self-published the Siren, and then the selection series happened, and so they just released this as like a new. Hmm. I wonder how she felt about that because she must be aware that it's not as strong. I don't know. I think I'd be happy. Would you? Another way to make some bucks. I mean, I suppose she would yeah, have made but... money off it when self-publishing it. Now she's making money off it. Again. No, I know, but it could hurt the brand. I guess. It might... Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. All right. Um, all right. That's what I got. I think we're ready for segment time. Don't okay. you think, Eric? Sure. We got everything. Yeah. All right. Well, joining us today for a, a return appearance. This is uh, he's one of the ha- who who who's been on here twice. Just Katura, right? Right. I've been here every week. No, I know you've been here forty-two so, times. I've been here forty-two times. Right. Our listeners, they've been here every yeah, single time. They're yeah, they're our favorite they're guests. Our bread and butter. Nice. I think Katura, our children's librarian, been here twice. Uh-huh. And then we had a few other one-offs, including our next guest, my brother's in the house, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Van Valkenburg. Say hello, Steve. Hello. There he is. Yeah. So last time we talked about, what was it? Grisham. Grisham. That's right. I love Grisham. Last time we talked about Grisham, they just posted the picture. Stop talking about Grisham. For his upcoming book. They just posted the cover. It's not coming out until October. Have you heard anything about this, Steve? I have not. Okay. I think it's called The Whistler. It looks really good. Anyway, that's coming out later. So anyway, we talked about Grisham last time. So today, we're going to talk about Michael Connolly. But before we do that, the three of us went to see a concert together. And I think just briefly, we should mention, we saw Ringo Starr, ladies and gentlemen, and his all-star band. Thoughts? Eric, what do you think? Five stars for Ringo Starr. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. it. What was your favorite? What was your favorite one he did? I mean, they sang Africa. I, I know that. Yeah. But Who, who's that? That's Ludicur? Steve, Steve Lukater? How do you yeah. say that? Okay. From Toto. That was, was good. Yeah. That was very good. Uh, and I did like, I liked when they played Black Magic Woman. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, Yellow Submarine. And Yellow Submarine's always fun. Though, I, I've said this before, but after watching uh, Joe Crocker. Um, Cocker? Cocker. Uh-huh. Joe Cocker on. Uh, the Woodstock movie uh-huh. singing that song it's yeah. kind of like ruined all other versions yeah, for me. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they're, they're so different. That's the interesting yeah. thing about them. They're so different. So. Steve, what was your favorite? I, I actually really enjoyed he did Matchbox, which is a cover he's not Matchbox, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I Because I it's an old Beatles. Well, it's not even Beatles, but he did it with the Beatles. But I haven't heard it like ever live. Yeah. So it was really, it was a nice surprise. Which one's Matchbox? It was the first one he first started one he with. It's a Carl Perkins song? Yeah, I think it's Carl Perkins. Yeah. Huh. Super good. Anyway, so uh, shout out and with thanks to Ringo Starr. Now we're moving on yeah, to thanks. Michael Connolly. All right. So Eric, hit us with some facts. Huh? What was what was his first book? The first book what I was seeing. Michael scene. Connolly's first book. Yeah. I didn't realize you were going to start. Me oh, I'm sorry. Well, we oh, won't start let's, that. Let's get to early career. Okay. Let's take a look. <laughs> so he's known primarily for the Harry Bosch series, but he's branched out with Mickey Holler, and he's got he's got a few others, right? See, yeah. Jack, that would Jack be McAvoy. Jack McAvoy. Yeah. His first book. Would be Harry Bosch. Okay. Uh, the Black Echo. Mm, I didn't like the Black Echo. Eleanor, so much. also featuring Eleanor Wish. Okay. Is that a. That's not what I'm familiar with. Well, well, it came well, out I mean, in 1992. I remember from that book. So, uh, Mr. Michael Conley hasn't been on the scene as long as uh, some of the author, other authors we've That's covered. True. That is true, Mon Frere. But, yeah, he's written quite a few. I think. Um, well, Steve, when did you first come across Michael Connolly? Uh, it's probably been about five or six years, I'd say. Do you remember what the first thing? The first one I read by Michael Connolly, I believe, might have been the Lincoln Lawyer. Lincoln Lawyer, okay, yes. classic. That's I think that's actually the first one I read too. I, I think I saw the movie first. I can't remember. No, you know what? No, I didn't. I did read the book first. Did, which one did you do? I think I did see the movie movie first. first. And I really okay. enjoyed it. So I yeah, I picked up the book in uh, Borders. Boy, 
that dates it, right? <laughs> I picked it up in Borders, and I loved it because it was so. I mean, it was had sort of Grisham esque qualities in that it was a legal thriller that uh, I don't know something you'd maybe more expect from Grisham because up until that point, uh, Connolly's Harry Bosch books were you know police procedurals, good. I mean, they're dense and uh, not in a bad way. I mean, good plots and everything. Uh, but this was a big change for him to go into Lincoln Lawyer. So it seemed very believable, though. He seemed to really know his stuff. I know. That's the thing. I was, I was impressed, impressed by it, too. It yeah. wasn't, you know, with Grisham, he has the background, and he's written a million of them now, so you expect it. But somebody to sort of branch off into this a little late into the career, I thought was pretty impressive. The movie's great, too. Do you yeah. like the movie? I, did. I love the movie. I wish they'd make the other ones into the movies. I know. Yeah. It stays pretty close to the book, if I recall. I think yeah, it's it does. Real close. A few differences. Eric, guess who's in the movie? Marissa Tomei. <gasps> yeah. She's in everything. I know. Yeah. Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, so what, what is your to favorite? To the movie store! What's your favorite, Steve? <laughs> um, are we counting Bosch in? Yeah, and everything. Holler? Favorite. Uh, let's see here. I personally really enjoyed Nine Dragons. And that is... Is that Harry Bosch? Yes. Okay. Well, Mickey's in that too, though, right? Isn't he? That's not one he makes an appearance. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking it was. So what is that one? That one takes place mostly in Japan, I believe. Okay. Uh, it's... So, like, Harry's in Japan? Yes. Oh. He's meeting with his Interesting. estranged wife and daughter. Hmm. Nine wow. Dragons came out in 2009. Is Harry Bosch number 14? Ooh, look at that. It says Eleanor Wish and Mickey... Is it Haller? I thought Mickey was in it. Oh, maybe yeah. he is. I guess they said they make appearances anyway. Probably just a little cameo, yeah. So I, I think, I mean, for me, I don't know that any's ever surpassed The Lincoln Lawyer for me. I think that was my favorite. Um, I've gone back and been reading some of the Bosch books. One of the things that's, that's a little... I mean, I guess if you care about continuity, you almost have to read them in publication order rather than like Mickey Holler number two, Mickey Holler number three, because Harry Bosch is showing up in those, and you have a lot of, of side characters who are kind of popping up here and there. So uh, after I read Lincoln Lawyer, I, I sort of went back and was trying to read them um, in order of publication, and then, you know, when Mickey or Harry shows up. But Mickey's actually mentioned in the very first... Uh, Harry Bosch. Like, I'm not sure I've ever actually read the uh, the first one. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I've, let me let me take a look here. Black Echo. Yeah. I think I started with Black Ice as far as oh, okay. going continuity. All right. Yeah. It doesn't say Mickey shows up. I'm trying to see where. Well, he talked. He's talked about. He's talked hmm. about in. Uh, I think it's Black Ice actually. Where. Uh... It looks like he doesn't show up. Like, Lincoln Lawyer is the first time he has like. He makes an appearance, yeah, and then he doesn't show up again until uh, his own sequels, but also Nine Dragons. Oh, you know what? It's actually Mickey's dad, Mickey's dad, who's in the Black Eyes. Ah. Yeah, that doesn't count. I'm sorry. Mickey's sort of abstract. If you if you if I already read Lincoln Lawyer, and so it talks about the dad and it mentions the kid, and I was like, oh, Mickey. So yeah, he doesn't make a proper appearance. That's right. Um, I wasn't so hot on the Black Echo, very first one. Didn't like that so much. Did you like the Black Eyed Peas? Uh, no, it's pop for people who don't like <laughs> okay. pop. Okay. Right. Sorry. That's a little office quote there for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Black Ice, a little bit better. Really liked the Concrete Blonde. That's one. I feel like that's the most famous. I, I feel like that's the most well-known outside of maybe Lincoln Lawyer, now that there's a movie of it. It seems to be one that people sort of point to as, as one of the... I think that, that's, that's the one that maybe really solidified it, you know? That um, I think that's book three, but that was really good. That one had me hooked right from the beginning. You didn't get into that one, right, Steve? I started it. I never managed to finish it though. Okay. It might have just been a Not poor a choice fan. at that time okay. for me. Yeah, it was. It was about a creepy serial killer called the Doll Maker. So it was a little grisly. I'll, I'll say that, but I did enjoy it. That was pretty good. 
And now, how many of the Mickey Howlers have you read, Steve? I have read them all. All of them? I believe there's, what, five? I think so. Yes. Five or six. And because I, I, I loved the first one, obviously, and I didn't like the second one at all. Brass Verdict? No, I wasn't a big fan okay. of it. So it rebounds after that? Reversal, I think, was next, and that is a tough call to decide between if I like that or the last one the most. Oh, okay. What's, what's the most recent? The most recent is Gods of Guilt, I believe. Gods of Guilt, okay. Oh, wow. So you think those are even better than Lincoln Lawyer? I Gods of Guilt definitely is. I believe Reversal is just as good, if not better. Wow, that's great. Okay. So you've read more Mickey Holler than Harry Bosch? Is that right? Well, I don't know if I'd say that. I've read all there is of Mickey Holler, but I still believe I've covered more Harry Bosch. Okay. Just sheer numbers. All right. I, I think my second, after I read Lincoln Lawyer, I picked up The Poet, which is uh, it's the one you're reading right now, actually. Currently reading but, The Poet, yes. Yeah. This is not Harry Bosch or Mickey Holler. It's Jack McAvoy, who Eric Jack McAvoy I think is just in well maybe two. Does it say on there how many the Jack McAvoy character is in? Mm-hmm. Well, you can look. I'll keep talking. How but, many of his own books, or how many times he appears? Yeah, appearances. Because I think there is. I think there's the poet, and then there's a sequel to the poet, but it's a Harry Bosch story. He's in the Brass Verdict. He's in the Scarecrow. That's right. He is in the Brass Verdict. Yeah. Uh, the Scarecrow uh, is what I was thinking of. I don't. Yeah. Oh, Darkness More Than Night. Okay. He also shows up in. Okay. And so the poet is Brass like Verdict. really about Jack. I mean, he's the central character, and it's good. Are you liking it? I am loving it. You're pretty That's close. You're pretty close to the end, are you? I'd say about three quarters. Probably. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's another it's a serial killer story, and it follows a crime reporter, which is different because yeah. um, an interesting take on it. I thought. Yeah, because obviously Harry's a cop, and and Mickey's a defense attorney, so they're both sort of. I don't know, a little, a little bit more involved where this, we're talking about just, you know, he's a crime reporter, certainly, but not uh, not one to get as involved as he, he ends up. He doesn't have the same access right. to the characters. Well, right. It's nice to see the ways he gets into the... So I I was really impressed with that one, and I, that was the second one I read. I, I read that even before I read Harry Bosch, so yeah. um, I was really impressed with that. What I know Lincoln Lawyer was made into a movie. What else do we have, Eric, as far as, like... You mean, like, filmography? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's at least one other, but I know there's the there's the TV show on Amazon, is it? Level Nine was a show. Oh yeah, Level Nine. 2001. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Bosch is on Amazon right now. Okay, Bosch just renewed for a third season in April. And that's that's who is that? Titus is that Titus Welliver? Is that who's the person playing him? Yeah. Yes, it's okay. Titus Welliver. I've wanted to see that, but you can only you can only see it on Amazon Prime. Like it's not on DVD or any other place. Right. So I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Well, they it's coming back, so you have time. Oh, here it is. I was thinking of Bloodwork. Uh, the the novel Bloodwork was yeah Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood directed and played the lead role in Bloodwork, and that's I believe not a, not a Harry Bosch. I think that's a standalone book that was made into that film. So that's interesting. Steve, did you ever see any of the episodes of Castle that Michael Connelly is in? Uh, yes. As himself. Yeah, that's fine. Have I you seen those, Eric? Uh, no, but okay. I guess it says James Patterson and yeah. uh, Dennis uh, Lehane. Dennis and Lehane. Yeah. Stephen Cannell are his poker buddies, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So Castle, if you don't know, is a, well, it's not on was. anymore. Yeah, it was just, just canceled by ABC. About a murder mystery writer who solves crimes. Not the one you're thinking of. Not Jessica Fletcher. From Murder, She Wrote. Angela Lansbury's not involved. But this is Castle, starring Nathan Fillion. And in it, Castle, the author, has these poker games with these famous authors. And Michael Connelly was uh, usually, I think, maybe always in the group. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a neat, little, a neat little thing there. 
um, we asked our listeners uh, for for some thoughts on, on Michael Connelly and what characters they liked, that sort of thing. We got a few answers. Uh, it helped that Michael Connelly himself retweeted that question, so we yeah. so we got. It's a few almost more, like so. we did have Michael Connelly on the show. Then it is like we almost did, yeah. So, so just just give us a few. Just give All us right. a well. Uh, please don't point at me. <laughs> if you would like me to read something, oh, please say out loud, Eric. Would you please read some tweets? Okay, hold on, hold on, Eric. Will you please read some tweets? You just pointed at me, but I said it like you said. But it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, at VW Buff writes, favorite character besides Harry has to be Cisco. Cisco? Yeah, he might be thinking of the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, right, I think Cisco was Harry's like private investigator kind of cohort who helped um, him find out things. Okay. Maybe wrong on that. It's been a while. Interesting. All right. Yeah. And uh, we asked. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yes, I, I remember who we're talking about now. Okay. Sorry. Um, we asked. Uh, the question was, "What's your favorite books or favorite characters?" And at Gray Cat at underscore Gray Cat okay. wrote, "Too many to choose from. They love them all." And uh-huh. then they just put a picture of all the Harry Bosch novels. Yeah, yeah. So I That's guess that just means they like every Harry every Bosch single book. thing. Yeah. That's um, pretty good. You got another one? Not on Twitter. Okay. All right, we'll come back around to that then. Okay. Uh, Steve, what do you think? Where do you think would be a good starting place for somebody coming in to, to Michael Connolly? What do you think is the easiest one to pick up? Well, uh, I started with Lincoln Lawyer, and that grabbed me instantly. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That's nice because it's, it's it's book one in that series. Yes. You know, you're, you so you get a full introduction to the character. You're not uh, you're not jumping in the middle, but it's also written later in his career, probably yes. when his writing's a little tighter. I so yeah. yeah, I would say Lincoln Lawyer, and it's also a good intro to if you keep reading that series, you sort of get to know Bosch. It doesn't that really ruin anything for the Bosch books. I don't either. think so. No, and then you can go back. So you're probably right. That's and probably a good. Matthew McConaughey revitalizes his career. So That's now true. it's not you can watch the movie with him. Yeah, not yeah. be like, oh, I got to watch this McConaughey film. Yeah, he was a great choice for that role. He actually was really good in that. I wasn't sure, but he did a really good. That job. was pre career revitalization. Yeah, it was. It was McConaughey. Yeah. It was so the was, first time he wore a shirt in a movie in about ten yeah, years. Yeah, this was after whatever the uh, surfing film was, yeah. where he's like solving mysteries. Is there only one? <laughs> what was the failure to launch? That's failure uh, to launch. Yeah, yeah. And Sahara, of course, we can't yeah. forget Sahara. Oh, we should mention that uh, Ben uh, uh, on Twitter wrote that he thinks Huckleberry Finn, the movie, is his Sahara because he didn't like it. I guess so. Huh. I think that's what he must mean. Uh, interesting. So. Okay. Or maybe the book. It wasn't very specific. Okay. Ben, next time you make a comment, uh, yeah, this is... do parentheses, movie or book, uh-huh. and parentheses, so yeah. we know. Yes, this is that so. trip. Yeah, I still haven't finished the movie Sahara. I think you're Huckleberry Finn this is my Sahara. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't know what it means. It's You're right. It's vague. It's confusing. <laughs> I would much, love much to like agree with writer. him. Yeah, I would too. Okay. So. Well, we can't, unfortunately. Yeah. So not thanks, good. Ben. Yeah, I think I, I think Lincoln Lawyer might be the best. I think if you want to start with a Harry Bosch, then Concrete Blonde would be the way to go. I don't think one's very good. I think two is good, but three really feels like it has polish. It has a polish that the first two don't have. So if if you're interested in like the Bosch TV show, maybe if you're if you're coming new to it and want to read it, well, it's on Amazon Prime. How am I not interested? Yeah, right. I mean, if you're if you're a purist and you and you have to start with one, then certainly start with one. But I don't think you're gonna miss anything or be confused by just starting with uh, Concrete Blonde. That's that's probably what I would do. So 
I mean, it's a pretty straightforward kind of character. It doesn't need some sort of grandiose he is, yeah. entrance to like, yeah. the character. No, I mean, you don't. Sometimes, though, when you're, when you're picking up a, into a series, you don't always... You spend a lot of time being like, wait, who is this person? Because yeah. they don't spend a lot of time developing the character. But I think Concrete Blonde, you're fine. You're fine in that regard. So that's probably where I'd go. I will return to that at some point. Yeah. Do you have... Um, see, I'm not up to date with any of them. I'm not up to date. But you're up to date with Lincoln Lawyer, right? Uh, the last one I read was Gods of Guilt, which yeah. came out last, and I have not read any of his newer ones recently. Yeah, I don't but... think... Oh, well, The Crossing. Oh, that's a Harry Bosch novel, though. Yeah. Yeah. But Mickey's in it. But Gods of Guilt, yeah, looks like the last full uh, Mickey Holler. 2013 was quite a while ago. Yeah. So. He's on a pretty regular publication schedule, it looks like. At least one a year, and it looks like he kind of um, alternates uh, between characters. Uh, mostly Mickey and Harry. Most, the vast majority of the books are Harry, or at least feature Harry. Uh, and Mickey came along later, but it's since proved popular. So, you know, can't beat that. Anything else? Okay. We got any more? Do you see any more on Facebook? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. So uh, that's what we think about uh, Michael Connolly, Harry Bosch, Mickey Haller. Check them out. We're going to do a little display in the library. So if you live around here, please come in and check them out. If you don't live around here, I can't help you. Make the track. Yeah, you could. Sure I'll give you, you directions. Sure, you go to other places you, want to call you don't up. live around. Yeah, give us a call. I'll give you directions. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Steve. Give us a call. Go what online. Is? Yeah, you can go online. So if you listen to a podcast, you can find directions online. That's true. That's, but then I would not feel like I'm not helping. I want to be a part of the solution. Oh, uh, okay. So. Yeah, call Nick's personal number. No, it's 555. Uh, no. no, no. See, that's, I did the... Oh, that's uh, real. Yeah. Mine actually is 555. Oh, my gosh! Yeah, just three numbers. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I know. I know. It's weird. All right. <sighs> Library news, buddy. What do we got coming up? Uh, well, I think everybody around here is getting ready for our summer reading program. Yeah. Yeah. So They're excited. We've got, a, we've got our adult summer reading. We've got our oh, yeah. teen summer reading. We've got and our kids summer reading. For the adult summer reading program, you get a, a beautiful, reusable library bag. Shut just just for signing up. up. So all you got to do is say, "Yeah, I want in." We'll oh. give you a bag. We got a hundred bags. So not to be outdone, it's gonna be lying the around the door. Teens yeah. also receive a bag the and teens. a water bottle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, water bottle. Water bottle. Yeah, it says get You're in the game. Killing me. You are killing. It says me, get sir. in the game. They can be drinking Gatorade at a game. Drink the so, Gatorade, then get back in the game. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so a teen just has to come in, and you'll give them a bag and a water bottle. Yeah, like, I amazing. mean, yeah, they just gotta sign up. Well, but my final product is a uh, tablet. <gasps> Mine's a tablet. Darn it! So, just a tablet, though. No, it's a uh, Kindle Fire. <sighs> okay. So. All right. Well, well, mine's a tablet and and a, and a half-eaten roll of certs. The oh breath mint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So you can you can look at your tablet and have fresh breath. Ah, oh, the certs are so much the, uh, cooler than Flash Season One on DVD. Courtesy of the David A. Howe Public Library. Is that really one of your prizes, Flash Season One on DVD? Get out of Dodge. No. That's, no, that was Clint McGavin. That's his, that's his new, <laughs> okay. his new, his the new, new Clint treasure. McGavin. Yeah. yeah, get what out. if it was get, get out, out of the Dodge? Dodge. That'd and be good. Like whenever he was in the do- his own Dodge or somebody. Yeah. What's yeah. The, what's the Dodge brands? What what would you say? Dodge what? I don't know, like a Dodge Caravan. Yeah, get out of my Dodge Caravan. Yeah, I like it. I mean, he's he's a cowboy from the 1800s, so he doesn't have one. But wait, is this the 1800s? Clint McGavin. I. Could have told you. I swore it was modern day. You thought Clint McGavin was modern day? I thought he was just out west today. He's a cowboy lawyer. I thought it was kind of like a... Uh, That's ridiculous. Like a... Uh, That's ridiculous. Walker, Texas Ranger kind no. of situation. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, Ironically, man, he's a modern day cowboy. one of my prizes is Walker Texas Rangers season one on DVD. Oh, shut up! No, it's not. But now I kind of think I have yeah, to. Yeah, now you right? kind of do. I've, I've committed promises, to promises. it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'd be so. pretty cheap. So I do that. <laughs> Poor Walker. Texas I'm sorry. Ranger. I'm so. What's that guy's name? Chuck Norris. Yeah. Chuck Norris. You ever see uh, Sidekicks? Chuck Norris and Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. I loved it back in the day. Okay. Probably not good now. Yeah. Probably not good now. All right. What, what else do we have? We have the high school concert yes, in the auditorium. Sure I, That's in, Thursday. Yeah. That's right. What time? Maybe maybe teens will get their water bottles right then. Yeah. They'll just... We'll have some open registration yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. That's the... That's 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock on the... What, the 9th? 9th? Yeah, the yeah, 9th. There we go. And the following week in the auditorium, we have a, a duo, the Young Sisters, coming to a concert. It's our final concert before Music on the Lawn, so it's okay. kind of our last concert of the summer, and then Music on the Lawn will obviously perform on the lawn and then Thursdays. The next thing in the auditorium after that would be... We got some kids stuff coming up. We have the the Mad Cat Puppets are doing a show, and then we have uh, it's called a Jedi Academy. It's sort of a interactive right. uh, thing for kids, and then we're showing the the movie Clone Wars afterwards. Right. So, which Eric hates for some reason. Yeah, it's not a good movie. Do you like that movie, Steve? Clone I do, Wars. Actually, I, I like good. it too. I don't... Steve, we're not talking about Connolly anymore. <laughs> Save your opinions. <laughs> I like it. I don't know what his problem is. I think if he went back in, because he likes the show. You like the show. I love the show. But he's like, the movie is garbage. Things I didn't crazy. love the show. Yeah, I like I the movie. What? That's it. This is the last time we've I had tried, Steve on this I show. I tried to get Steve to watch Star Wars Rebels with me, but he wouldn't. What? He I, didn't want I actually to. just watched the first episode. Isn't it good? I was babysitting your son. Oh, did you watch it? And I, I watched it because I, I had it on my iTunes for some reason. Well, I had the DVD. You had the DVD and I was watching it off my computer on iTunes? Yeah, I have the whole first season. What the heck? I thought that's what I thought you knew. I'm sorry. I would have just watched I'm that. Sorry. So in conclusion, we have the high school choir, seven yeah. o'clock on the ninth. Yeah. We have the young sisters coming uh, the sixteenth, also at seven o'clock. Book clubs are currently reading Year of Wonders. That's for contemporary classics. And Odds Against by Dick Francis. I thought Never Odds Against was a, a Kuntz novel, a Dean Kuntz. Oh, it does sound like one of the Odd Thomas books. There might be. It might be that title. Hmm. But no, this is Dick Francis. They're, okay. they're, uh, it's sports themed to go with the... It'll be sort of the first event of the summer reading program. So Your, your theme yeah. is... Uh, exercise your mind. Nice. Read. <laughs> so, yeah. Mine's getting the game. Luckily, luckily, mine's not cheesy at all. No. So it's not, yeah. it's not even yeah. a little bit. So. Yeah. Mine has a bunch of kids of different uh, athletic ability playing sports. But like... It looks kind of like maybe fireworks, but you could also assume it's just Gatorade fireworks. Some of these things, these are like these are these are state. Well, maybe more than state because I know the Michigan libraries were using right. the same thing. But anyway, last year the kids one was every hero has a story, and it was just like a platypus in a leather jacket and yeah. like sunglasses. Yeah, he was like an investigator. Yeah, they looked no like no idea. Agent. It was like a crooked cop platypus. Mine was that, that math. Was somehow, it so. didn't make any sense. What was yours? Now, Break out of the ordinary. No, escape the escape ordinary. Escape the ordinary. Escape the yeah. ordinary, yeah. Which is fun. You can do something with it. What was the theme? What was the overarching theme last year? I can't uh, was heroes. It? it was heroes. It was just heroes? Yeah, like real life heroes and stuff. Yeah. This one's kind of bad. People athletic. love real is, life heroes. They do love real life heroes. <laughs> Right. Oh boy, this guy saved a dog from uh, drowning in a river. I guess he's cooler than Superman. Well, people do like that when people save dogs from rivers. Well, this guy, this guy found some orphans and fed them and gave them homes. I guess he's cooler than Batman. Well, that's what you're saying is really a good thing, and it's something Batman does. That, that person's to be commended. So, oh, I don't think you understand. I don't understand. No, you're yeah. confused. You're confused. All right. All right. Well, I think that's it for episode 42. So on behalf of Eric, myself, Steve, and Jackie Robinson, we wish you adieu.